1: Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire. And my name is Joe Oltman. Haven't done one of these episodes in a while, Joe, because there's been so much going on with COVID-19, with the vaccine mandates, with the lockdowns, with the masks. But it's time to, to get back to blocking and tackling, yep. as it were.
0: And what's the blocking we and tackling? tackling? What's the blocking and tackling? What's the only thing that's important about saving everything yeah, else in this country? Yes.
1: The fundamentals behind everything else, right? It, 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 if you want to throw the pass, if you want to run the ball, you have to be able to block. And if you're a defense, you have to be able to tackle. Everything runs through the election. Everything we are dealing with now, as evil as it is, as terrible as it is, it all can be traced back to what happened on Election Day in 2020. So if we have any chance of defeating this evil, of pushing back this tyranny, this despotism, we have to get to the bottom of what happened on Election Day in 2020 and make sure that never happens again.
0: You know, we we have to, I want to first address a couple of things. One, there are so many pieces of trash on both sides of the aisle that want to convince you that the election was not stolen in 2020. And I'm going to tell you something. These people have put nothing on the line. And of course they would say that because frankly, they got elected to say that. These are people that literally are afraid that they were chosen. Well, oh, my gosh, maybe I maybe I didn't rightfully win the election. Now, some of the elections, I'll tell you, did, were unaffected. down ballot races were unaffected, except for the ones that they wanted to win. So when you have someone like George Soros that steps into a campaign for a DA in a city or a secretary of state, there's a pretty good chance that that election is going to be stolen, that that election is going to be won. And the the deep ties of Soros to some of the other really bad actors that are out there becomes more evident. There's a nexus in in all of this, and that is foreign interference, but not in the way that most people think. You know, the foreign interference comes from, and if we talk about the Dominion voting system, I know we're gonna start back at the beginning, Max, we're gonna go all the way back to November of 2020, and we're gonna talk about all the deviations of behavior, the things that they said, nothing to see here. And you start stacking this stuff on top of each other. What, Uh, yeah, it's perfect, thank you. And sorry, you had to make me bigger. I look like little head. Max was big head. For those on the audio uh, version.
1: Yeah, we got we got to just nail your your tripod that the camera's on into the ground, because it ends up getting moved every day, and you yeah. end up looking looking a little tiny head. You're so- right. The Republicans. Republicans don't want to look into it either because there was that big race in North Carolina's sixth congressional district where you had Republican Mark Harris look like he had won by about 900 votes. It turns out that the Republican strategist he hired to run his campaign was engaged in ballot harvesting, illegal ballot harvesting, ballot tampering. So it's absolutely true that there are probably Republicans who have benefited from the same kind of fraud that Democrats used to, to steal the election. Right. And they have plenty of skeletons in their closet, most likely. And they don't want them to be uncovered either.
0: And, and listen, they don't want they, to be turned into illegitimate they, politicians. They let it happen. But what amazes me is that without doing any of the evidence, guys, hit the share button. Everyone hit the share button. I'm going to tell everyone on Telegram that I am live. We are live. Max and I are live. Um, it doesn't look like we, we updated it on the on my Telegram either. If we could also do that and just put the, all the links on it. I would appreciate it so look at that done all right 2020 election I can't ever do things in the uh, you know at at the same time I'm not a very good multitasker when it comes to this stuff can you do the tap your head rub your tummy I cannot do that are you any good at that one yeah
1: yeah that's 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 the old tried and true test okay so we, we you want to go back to the very beginning
0: I want to go back to the beginning, beginning. but but one of the things that I talk about is that they, without any understanding of the technology, without any understanding of what's really happening with the election fraud of 2020, people say there's nothing to see here. And you have parroted people that have no technology experience that are saying nothing to see here. And you have people that are electronic and system architect experts that are saying there's everything to see here. This is, all, this is what you would do if you were trying to create a fraudulent environment. And we can go back in time to the interview we did with Chris York, who traces all the way back to the beginning of the uh, Dominion voting system uh, acquisition, and even before that, when they were bragging about the fact that they were able to erase their pathway into the system, make the corrections that were necessary, and then get out undetected. And here we are, 14 years later, dealing with that same problem. And it's not... And by the way, he didn't know and we didn't know all the information that was going to come out of Mesa or Maricopa County. So if you go back in time and you look at what Chris York said, and then you look at what happened in the Mesa County report that was put out there by Jeffrey O'Donnell, and you look at the reports that were put out there by Mike Lindell's cybersecurity team, it's 80 pages long. We should probably pull that down as well. And you start connecting the dots. All of this information lines up with what they were doing way back in 2008, 2000 or 2007, 2008 way back then. So how would we know that? That wasn't information that came up until afterwards, till way after Chris York. Chris York said, this is what's happening. Guys, we need to pay attention to what's happening in our country with this election fraud. They've been planning this deal for decades. They are very, very, very patient. Because in that patience, they're just enjoying themselves while they create chaos for the rest of us. The election in 2020 was stolen at a massive, massive level. President Trump has been right nearly about everything that he said. When he talked about um, using uh, hydrogen peroxide, which, in essence, the, the breathing apparatus that kills the virus in your lungs, that's what that is. When he talked about hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, some of the other prophylactics that were available to fight against this virus, he was right then. He was right then. He was right about some of the effects we have with open borders, right about that. He was right about what China does to influence and to adversely affect our election. He was right about that. He was right about the Russian hoax, right about that. President Trump has been literally either a prophet and he's clairvoyant, or he had basic information to understand that this is really what was happening in our country. And he warned us before the election in 2016 that there was fraud occurring in the elections. And he warned us again in 2020. And then he waited for us to step in the gap and do the things that were necessary to make sure that the American people were behind putting these tyrants at the end of a rope. Yeah, because that's what we need to do.
1: Well, if we want to go to the beginning, at least the beginning of the twenty twenty fraud, it all stems back to mail in ballots. Hundred percent. Obviously, there's there's different parts of the electronics which we, we we have a better picture of how it went down. Still, as long as they're hiding behind that, it's proprietary nonsense when we won't until we can get through that firewall um we, we can't truly know how they did. we have really good guests and every time we we do these audits and we and we see a little pieces we're confirmed we're getting closer and closer and closer to that but without the mail-in ballots they don't have the votes to switch right without the mail-in ballots without the ballot harvesting without the ballot drop boxes right because those are the three parts you send everyone a ballot. You have someone go and pick up the ballot, and then you have them drop off the ballot in a place that isn't monitored. You do that, and you don't even need the electronics at that point. No, you don't. If you if you if you can flood it with the illegal ballots, you you don't even need the the program to do anything but do one plus one plus one equals three. So we know that that happened, and we we know in Georgia, if you put up the screen, Mr. Producer, this infamous photo of after. The every, All the media was kicked out. All of the um, poll watchers were kicked out because of a pipe burst. All of a sudden, they think they have the place themselves in Fulton County, Georgia. And they start rolling out suitcases of ballots that had been hiding all day underneath a tablecloth, underneath the table. And they say, oh, that's and they, then they then they proceed to scan the ballots multiple times,
0: <laughs> multiple times over and over. And, yeah. But but and all that information, all all of the factual information came out and it's all relevant. Listen, it's all relevant. All of it is relevant because it shows you that they will lie, cheat, and steal. Keep in mind, back in October, let's even go back before the election. In October of 2020, Project Veritas did a story on a guy named Chris Jacks. See if you can find that, Mr. Producer, that story so we can put it up. Chris Jacks with Our Revolution. And in this video, which we're going to play it, we'll grab this video he stands on the stage with, by, by the way, none other than Sean Beadle, you know, the, the uh, trans uh, dresser uh, m- man that dressed up like a woman, goes by the name of Heidi now, right, the, who's an activist, who's the head of Antifa down in Colorado Springs, who also is the head of Our Revolution, which is a terroristic organization which was brought up in the Kyle Rittenhouse deal in Wisconsin, which is Our Revolution there as well. It's a, this organization across the country which terrorizes people. Right. But they did a story about it in October of 2020, where to an undercover uh, Project Veritas uh, journalist talked about putting people in the guillotine, killing Americans who don't align with their ideology and that they were going to lie, cheat and steal in the election of 2020. His words, not mine. Yeah. That was before. That was things to, 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 to predate that talked about the terroristic activity. Activity of BLM, Antifa, and this Our Revolution Group. That's what we're dealing with, Max. We're, we're dealing with terrorists. We have terrorists in our country. Terrorists. But it started back in October, and we knew it was happening before that because they set the stage in 2020 to create fear and angst, and, you know, you have this virus, and let's release it, and we can't let Trump get another, get another election. We need to go back before that, which was in September of 2020, and that's when Eric Coomer was on that call saying, don't worry about it. Trump's not going to win. I made effing sure of it. And that was the call that changed my life. And by the way, I was involved. I was involved to save our community. I was involved unselfishly because I saw that there was a need to get involved in stopping all this terroristic activity in our communities. It was killing people. That's how I got involved, September, October. November, we know what happened on November 3rd, November 6th, November 9th. Even be- November 6th, when, when I came out, Max, I remember the phone calls that I made, I'm like, this is gonna be horrible. And then the November 9th, when we did our first podcast, which forever changed my life and the trajectory of being a tech CEO. Yeah, so, I, was
1: actually, I was actually reading the deposition again today. I, I go back and I read them. When, whenever we're talking about election fraud, yeah, I refreshed the the depositions that you did for Coomer. Um, yeah, no, it, it changes world history. It changes American history for sure. Um, all of a sudden, we're talking about things that before that had been had been hypothesized, but it, it was a it was a it was a moment that really put kind of a name with it, right? A, a name of of someone who could have been involved. Now it's. It's it's it changes everything. This podcast is sponsored by Air Med Care Network, the premier insurance plan to cover you and your household should any of you suffer a medical emergency and need to be airlifted to a hospital. We don't get to choose when a disaster strikes. You don't get to choose how you get taken to the hospital. Anyone who has been taken to a hospital or has a loved one who's gone to a hospital by ambulance. You know, it's very expensive and, you know, insurance won't usually cover it. Well, when you have to be airlifted by a helicopter, it's much more expensive. And yeah, insurance won't cover that either. Air Med Care Network exists to make sure you don't risk bankruptcy in the event that someone in your house has to be airlifted to a hospital for medical treatment. So when you sign up at the link in our description, airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily. Not only are they going to give you coverage for your entire household for one year for $85, but they're also going to give you money back up to 50 bucks, depending on how many years you sign up for. So again, that's airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash daily and use promo code daily to get up to $50 back.
0: Yeah, I want to I want you to know, by the way, that we are dropping a lawsuit on Facebook. We just solidified all the information in order to drop that lawsuit on Facebook because of all the things that they've done to stop us from being able to reach the, whatever it is, is eighty or 90,000 people we have on Facebook. So we are going to drop that lawsuit on them, and I think we're going to win pretty easily based on the fact that they are supposed to be an agnostic platform where people can have free thought. And the things that we talk about are pretty, are pretty important to the American people, which just shows you how terroristic Facebook has become. All right. So, so should, we keep,
1: should we keep broadcasting just to see if anything changes?
0: Well, they're, they're going to continue to do what they do. They're going to continue to do what they do. And there are people that are actively involved in doing the things that they do in order to suppress our message from getting out. So we're going to go after them. And there are are monetary damages for that. And we're going to go after them because they don't have a right to do what they're doing. They don't have a right to stop us from putting our message out there. And they prop up other organizations like Daily Wire while they suppress the message that we have at conservative daily. Yeah. And the, the amount of growth that we've had, we're obviously in the, in the teens, as far as one of the, the popularity of a political podcast. I don't look at that, but I do look at the number of viewership, you know, get three million. When you take out all to,
1: the, you take out all the liberal podcasts were in the top like 30, cause it's no, full liberal podcasts. No, if
0: you, if you take, listen, if you take the podcast that we have on the live version and the video version, you combine it with what we have with Apple podcasts, we literally are in the teens right now, yeah. currently. Um, but that's not that, that's not the point. The point is we're in the teens with suppression from Facebook and suppression from other platforms, and we're not even on YouTube anymore. We've been demonetized in these environments, right? So anyway, it's pretty great. So let's let's go back to let's go back to uh, November of 2020, election night, November third, right? Mr. Producer, I sent you a, I sent a you graph. a graph. Now this is a graph that Draza Smith built and that Jeff O'Donnell worked on specifically with the cyber team. And there's a guy that we never talk about a lot. His name is Ed Solomon. He's a math guy, Um, and he is ridiculous. And he's been able to tie back some of the math and algorithms into proving that neural networks were used in order to influence the election, which is what I would do in 2020 if if I knew that uh, I needed to adversely affect the election and only use one person to do it. So, Mr. Producer, I sent you a graph, and it has all sorts of stuff on it that related to Trump and Biden in the 2020 election. It has timestamps at the bottom. Um, it also it has falls the off. Zero. It just falls
1: off the table and just plummets.
0: Nope. That's no, no, not no, no, it. the other one, no, the, the other one, one that he sent yeah.
1: over um, over text. Let me see. If has I yellow it
0: and red and green. No, no, that's not it. I feel like I'm playing hide the hide the weenie a little bit with you. I sent it over the CD site. I got it. I got it. You do have it? Just adding, okay. just adding it right now. So in this, let me explain to you what the graph is going to be. The graph is going to be all 50 states, the election for all 50 states that is condensed. Put up Max's screen. Okay. So if you can make that any bigger, Max, can you make that any bigger so people can see it? And for those I that are on can, the audio it version.
1: Just it, just it just got compressed to all hell but okay. we can kind of read it.
0: All right. So what what I want to point out on this graph is that if you look at the red and the blue lines, okay, the red and the blue lines, the red and the blue lines, the red line represents Trump and the blue line represents Biden. And do you have a way to put your little thing on the on the screen, your little arrow? Yeah. Okay. So if you actually look... Your cursor. <laughs> sorry. If you actually look at the timestamps, the bottom is a timestamp, right? And the, 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 uh, um, so the XY axis is going to be number of ballots and then the timestamp. And if you look at it from the standpoint of the red and the blue, and you run up, it's in perfect unison with Trump and Biden votes. And you look at the dips. Max put it on the first dip that happens right when the, the green line, by the way, is the Trump-Biden ratio when it flipped. And it flipped, coincidentally, at and 4 the in the morning, 4 in the morning, which aligns with 2 in the morning, on November 4th, after everyone got sent home. The flip in Biden versus Trump votes flipped almost instantaneously at that time in all 50 states. Ladies and gentlemen, and this is... And
1: and what did that coincide with? Coincided with a couple of things that we know happened. Yes. As we just showed, Ruby Freeman and others pulling those ballots out of Fulton County. That coincides with when they started putting up cardboard on the windows in in, uh, Detroit. That coincides with when all of a sudden these Detroit vans start showing up in the middle of the night, dropping off ballots that were not in the proper locked boxes. Yeah. Unannounced, just dropping them off, right? There's lots of things that we know, at least from the anecdotes, that there were fish, there was fishy stuff happening at this one time, and in the data you can see right at that moment.
0: Yeah, and so at that moment, but if you move up, move Max, move on up, and at at eight o'clock in the morning, you had a drop in votes, and if you look at how they drop and increase, they increase in unison. They come down and up yeah. at the same time. They're parallel. Now, now, if you look, at literally, identical drops. Now, go on the other side of that yellow drop right there, and you'll see that the yeah. increases in votes happen at the same time as well. So let me yeah. explain to everyone, if you were, you're setting a fixed point, and you know that you want to make the country look like it's split 50-50, that's what you're, you're, the output is, is you want to make the country look as it's 50-50, there were a divided nation, which, by the way, we're not. We have the 15%, which are the absolute radic- radical left. These people are terroristic. They want to create a, a communist society. They're literally trying to indoctrinate and propagandate all of our kids. All of our kids. Are you making it bigger? There you go. Yeah. All of our kids so that they can move people towards the unintelligent idea that a socialist communist country is what we should be that weakens, what we do as a country. And and ultimately it'll actually make the U S sink in importance globally. All right. So, so what you, what you can see from this is the only time, the only
1: time that either candidate gained on the other, right? The only time that any candidate gained on the other was in this four o'clock hour, Trump yeah. was always ahead, right? And it, it was it was still going up, but not completely parallel. C- Trump was gaining. The only time that Joe Biden ever showed that he was gaining votes disproportionate to the number of votes that Donald Trump gained was at this 420, 4 whatever time this was. Right. And this here. is every everything else is parallel. Single
0: vote across the entire nation. This is every vote across the nation. This is compressed. This is Edison data. So this information came directly from the system. It goes from Seidel to Edison to New York Times and everything else. And we saw those switches happen, right? Mm-hmm. We saw those switches happen. Before our eyes, it was switching. And they wanted to convince us that there's nothing to see here. They wanted to tell us nothing to see here. Safe and fair election. It wasn't safe and it wasn't fair. It was a lie. It was an absolute lie. And if you see these lines, let me tell you what happens if you're trying to get to a fixed point, 51%, 50%. Ready? Take notes. Seven, three. There's 10 votes. I'm going to simplify this for you so you understand how they stole the election. 10 votes. Seven goes to Trump. Three goes to Biden. That's a real tally. Real tally. Three people voted for Biden. Seven people voted for Trump. Okay? That's a 70% margin versus a 30% margin. 70% voted for Trump, 30% voted for Biden. That is what you call a landslide, okay? I add 10 votes to Biden, and I add 10 votes to Trump. Now I have 13 votes for Biden, and I have 17 votes for Trump. Max, am I still at 70%? Max? Yeah. Am I still at seventy Sorry, percent? I, uh, I wasn't
1: crunching the numbers. I was looking at another picture I want to put up. But yeah, I am. I I, don't, I, I wasn't listening to the specific numbers. Listen, if I I'm have
0: three votes no, for not. Biden, seven. Okay, <laughs> so I have thirty not votes now, huh? Not even close. Okay, Max. I'm going to stop preparing other pictures.
1: Now that I know that this is a math test, I'm going to start This is a math test. So All right, so, math test. I'm gonna Everyone pay pencil. attention.
0: Grab your pencil, okay? <laughs> if you have seven votes and three votes, you have a 70% margin for President yeah. Trump. If I have well, 40% add, margin.
1: It's a 40% no. margin because he's at 70 and 30, so there's 40% that difference. No, okay, it's not
0: margin. I'm sorry. seventy percent. Yeah. So, so he got 70% of the vote, right? Yeah. Biden got 30% of the vote, okay? A majority yeah. of the country voted for, it's a 40% margin, but majority of the country voted for President Trump. Right? Got it? Mm-hmm. I had 10 votes to Biden. I had 10 votes to Trump. I now have 13 votes for Biden and 17 votes for Trump. Am I still at a 70-30? No. What am I at?
1: No. You're much closer to a 50-50. To a 54%?
0: I, mean, I, I, I can do the math. 46%? Okay. People, I'm going to tell you how they're stealing the election across the country. I'm going to tell you how you have razor-edge, razor elections across the nation. I'm going to tell you how it happens in every state in the country. I'm going to tell you how they go from 58% because they want to make sure, and that's why they're playing the patient game, to 51% to 50% where somebody wins or loses by 100 votes. The entire system is rigged. The entire system is rigged. Dominion Voting Systems is a trash system that is designed to, to steal your voice. It's trash. It's not a mistake that Eric Coomer said that everyone in his company believes the same way he does. As he posts the Antifa manifesto, as he posts vile rhetoric that's anti-American, anti-police, and anti-Trump. And then says that if you don't agree with him, he probably shouldn't work there. It's not a mistake that one of his posts, he said, when somebody said, well, why don't you just change the results? He said that would be illegal. He didn't say it was impossible. He said that would be illegal. Why? Because he admitted that it is possible. And that's what they've been doing. Only they're not doing it by themselves. They've created a color revolution where they've infiltrated all these different election systems. All of them. So now you have so these 13, 13 and 17. And now I'm going to inject another 10 into to the 13 and another 10 into the 17. So now I have 23 for Biden and 27 for Trump. People, are you following me now? This is not a theory. All of the information points to this. This graph that you're looking at points to exactly what we're saying and the models and methodology, the algorithms that were used in order to drive across the entire nation elections to 50-50 and steal elections like they did on January 5th in the runoff election in Georgia. This is definitive proof This is definitive proof they're using the same math in nearly every state. In Colorado, I'll use it as an example. It's as if there's an invisible line around Douglas County, Colorado, where in the November 2020 election, every single candidate, from the bottom of the ticket, from town council members, all the way up the ticket, all the way up the ticket, were 100% conservatives. They were 100% won every single election. Do you know what the difference is in Douglas County and the rest of Colorado? Max? What was it? No. What was it? We don't use Dominion voting systems.
1: So these crossroads here, where you can see that the green, the red, and the blue cross here, and here, those are the big inflection points. Right. Is that when they... I mean, that has to have been when they did it. Right? I mean, like if, if you're asking me what... I think those points would be it would be no. a situation like this no. where, where you're taking the real results and you're putting in the fake results.
0: No, 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 let me, that's t- not me explain why, to you that's what happened why they put everyone No, no, let me that's explain not why you they put everyone to you what happened so they were going to sleep. When, when you're creating phantom ballots and fake ballots, when you're actually trying to disproportionately affect the election because of how the system and Dominion voting system is written, they have the ability to change the votes. They have the ability to inject phantom ballots. They have the ability to print ballots. Runbeck does what's called a mail ballot printer. They can bypass the ICX in the Dominion system. They can take those ballots that have been printed, and they can have a stack of them. And they can just run them through on the other side because if, if they don't align. You have a way to bypass the entire system. You have a way to bypass it. Matter of fact, you don't even need it. You don't even need it. You just create the ballots out of fresh air. And if you don't have an audit, you would never know. And then what you do is you go in the system like they did in MESA, You do the trusted build where you erase all of it. But then you go back and look at the before trusted build in Mesa County, Colorado, and you will find that they created the ability to make sure all the logs were deleted or didn't hold enough data and just overrode each other. By the way, there was plenty of there was plenty of space on the hard drives. So there's no need to do this. And it was manually set to happen, not just on the system itself, but even in the antivirus.
1: That's conspiracy to commit. Fraud. I mean, it's cons- conspiracy fraud. to destroy. They stole
0: the voice of the American people. And we were able to prove it in Mesa. We were able to prove it in Antrim. Able to prove it in Maricopa. While they walk around and say there's nothing to see here. People, there's everything to see here. They stole the election in 2020. Dominion Voting Systems stole the election in 2020. We are, we, in 2021, Gavin Newsom lost by nearly 26%. We did all the math yet it showed that he got more votes than he did in the general election to elect him as governor. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? And so then we did the graphing, and we graphed all of the things that happened in, in the uh, Newsom election, and we knew at that point they were going to make sure he won. They were going to make sure that people paid attention to the recall election, and he got more ballots, more people participated in that off-year recall than they did in the election to vote for him he got more votes do you believe that that is a truthful thing that that actually happened it didn't happen they are liars they are thieves and they are treating you like slaves so as you go ahead and put his screen back up again if you look here max where the yellow line that line right there see the big solid line that runs all the way up Mm -hmm. that's when they called florida that's when they called florida And if you look at what happened when they called Florida, they did what's called Edison Zero. (laughs) And they shut down every single data point. They basically zeroed out all the information for ballots, zeroed out all of them in all 50 states simultaneously, state by state by state by state by state, and then brought them back up online. And what you'll see is that you will see where Trump... During that, that period, you see where the ballots, when they started turning it off mm-hmm. and the ballots went down to zero, right? So well, look they at that. didn't go down to zero. They went down to zero. They zeroed it. Well, zero would have been here. So there's still
1: someone in the country still counting ballots. No, no that's not but what he means by counting ballots. Purposes. They
0: shut the system off. So the reason why I think go all the way down to zero is that each one of the states, let me explain this line to you, Max. So they shut down the system. But while they shut down the system, they would bring other systems up. So it never got to zero. But all 50 states in the Edison data was zeroed out. All of it. All 50 states. All 50 states. Okay? And with the three people they had in Alaska, I mean, it took them an extra week to count all the ballots in Alaska. I mean, there's like three people that voted. Right? But it <coughs> took them a, an extra week. So as they were, they were literally turning stuff, they were turning back on, you can see that the Trump votes and Biden votes followed the same stair step all the way through all the way through in yeah. all 50 states but the compressed the together, bigger but the margin is much bigger and it just happened just by accident we're supposed to believe that that's all normal that's a normal occurrence in the fairest and freest freest election in US history guys listen to me one of the reasons why we're walking through this today it's very simple it's very simple we already have the evidence we had the evidence when when Sidney Powell, Lynn Wood, and others filed to have the Supreme Court hear the case. We, we had all the goods. We had the violation of the state constitution in, in uh, Pennsylvania. We had it, we had it. They violated the state constitution. That should not be certified. We had the information in Maricopa County. We have it, four volumes of information. If you go through it, you will see that during the audit, I don't care that the ballots lined up. I care that every single one of the ballot boxes were compromised and that the ballots only added up because they just started stuffing ballots. Oh, how many ballots did we actually add? Oh, we added a million. That shows me that Dominion is complicit in the behavior. They're complicit in the behavior. What we found in Mesa, which is absolutely abhorrent, is you had Merrick Garland that got involved in a state election dispute between the Secretary of State, who was under investigation by a county clerk and recorder, Tina Peters, who was doing the right thing to protect her constituents because they deserve to have the voice heard. They they deserve it. But yet you had them, Merrick Garland, get involved in that dispute, offer up support, and say, just start charging them. Elected officials that were elected by the people in their area all of a sudden are now on trial. The FBI raids them. We've already seen the report. Now, here's what, I, here's what I want you guys to know as we start walking through more of this information, okay? Here's what I want you to know. And I think this is interesting, and I think you hit the share button. Share this. Right? And if you're listening to the audio version, you need to take this what recording, what we're saying right now, and you need to share it. Say, put it out everywhere. Become the ambassador. So
1: What's a couple up? people saying they're still not clear on this chart. What this chart shows, and I can zoom out so you can see... All the the x and the y. So that x axis, the left to right, that is time. So that goes from was what it, whatever time that is, all the way from election day until a couple weeks later. And these aren't. Um, no, it goes, to scale. The to it goes all the way to
0: January. Goes all the way to January.
1: Yeah, to January. These aren't these aren't necessarily to scale. Um, but what it shows is that so the yellow is the total number of votes that are cast. So this is how many new ballots. New votes are reported at what time? So the rate at which votes are being reported. New votes are being reported. Right. The Biden, the, this the the little jump that we've always talked about on the maps, uh, on the uh, on the charts that happened right here, and then this shows a shutdown that Joe's talking about, where they shut down the voting, stopped voting, zeroed it out, and when they turned it back on, all of a sudden Joe Biden is climbing at a much higher pace. The other thing that that jumps out at me here is that. After the election, they're reporting more ballots after the election than they were reporting on election day. Yeah, total ballots. I mean, that's never how it is. Usually, you count all the ballots on election night, and then maybe you have a, a few ballots that get counted a couple of days later, um, the military ballots and such. The the most ballots that were that were counted were were after the election. It's just come on,
0: way after the election, way yeah. after the election when they knew the margin they needed in the states they needed them in. Guys, listen, when I tell you that you have seven votes for Trump and three votes for Biden, <clears throat> and we'll put, this, we'll put this chart up, so you'll be able to see it. I'll put it on my Telegram channel. We'll put it on Conservative Daily's uh, um, Telegram channel. I'll put it up in other areas as well. When you look at this chart, and I'm trying to simplify it for you. I'm, I'm trying to simplify it for you. And you have a 70% to 30%. And I inject equal numbers of ballots, 10 ballots for Biden, 10 ballots for Trump, sooner or later, I get down to this 50-51. And then the manipulation becomes much easier. And by the way, if I'm if I'm deleting all of the main logs inside the system, all of them, it's like writing on a dry erase board and then erasing it as you go along. I am a tech architecture expert. There's not a person out there. Matter of fact, in my deposition with Coomer, they didn't even ask me. They stayed away from it. They didn't want to know. I told them, I'm a system architect expert. I know exactly what you'd have to do to cheat this system. I wrote out an entire model, took it to Washington. I told them on January 5th what was going to happen the night of January 5th. So much so that they woke me up. They woke me up at 2 o'clock in the morning and said, get over here. We need to talk to you. How did you know? And I said, I'm clairvoyant. I'm clairvoyant. I mean, obviously I'm clairvoyant. I just... I was i guessed man so i guess look, i should me, play the me, lotto let me
1: paraphrase this just to anyone who might not be following you can tell me if i'm getting it wrong yeah uh, in your example if you're if trump has seven votes biden has three and you see each one of these little steps where yeah. they go up a little bit over up a little bit each of those steps they're adding 10 votes to each side eventually yes they've added a thousand votes to each side and you have trump yes. with a thousand and seven biden with a thousand and three to change those four votes, it's a lot easier to get away with it when the total sample size is bigger because it's not that big of a percentage change.
0: Now, do you got it, people? That
1: would be when it was seven to
0: three. That's what they've done in every state. Do you understand? Max just literally hit the nail on the head. I had 10. 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 And I'm not saying it's 10. But let's just hypothetically yeah, let's say let's go back to the seven and the three. And let's do Max's math. I had a thousand to one side and a thousand to the other I have a thousand seven and a thousand four I'm at 50 50 guys I'm at 5050 yeah.
1: flipping four votes is it's it's no one would see it but they would see it if you tried to flip it when the number was small
0: and they do the fraud at the precinct level the fraud is actually committed at the at the precinct level I haven't even begun to start talking to you about all the data that I uncovered in places where we have not. We have not even discussed yet the other county clerks and recorders around the country who are concerned because they saw the same irregularities. I haven't begun to talk about the whistleblowers. I haven't begun to talk about them because I want everyone in the public to understand when they say the big lie, they are the liars. They are the ones stealing from you. They are taking away your voice. They are making you a slave. Fifty-two percent, no representation without taxation, no taxation without representation, and that's exactly what they did to you in every state. And now you got five-dollar gas, you got an open border, you got inflation through the roof, you got people that are making money hand over fist on the American people while there's suffrage happening. And I sat with a guy today, and he said to me, "Goes Joe, it, it can't be sustained." The Fed's going to have to raise rates. They're going to have to do things. They're not going to want to do that. Hyperinflation is going to become something that becomes concrete. Once it becomes concrete, it's going to be hard to run away from it. And we're going to weaken the Constitution of our country, all while everything burns around you. And you know what they're going to say? They're going to say it's Trump's fault. I'm telling you right now they've been stealing your voice. If you're not pissed off, I don't know what to tell you. Tell you. And, and I'm going to tell you, on, we keep talking about it. So you have people that are out there fighting. You have Linwood that's fighting. You have uh, uh, General Flynn that's fighting. You have Patrick Byrne that's fighting. You have all these fights. And, 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 I, and, I, and I know the frustration that's boiling over in certain people because all we do is forking talk. We talk about it. I'm done talking about it. I'm going to walk through some more information with you. We had entire teams that were in that were going through the data, literally kernelizing the data. Dr. Shiva, who said, by the way, that the Arizona audit was absolutely bombed and it was bombed on purpose. And I believe it. I mean, we had our interview with, with Doug Logan. I believe it. You want to know why? Because mm-hmm. you have to have courage from beginning well, to end. You have to have courage from beginning to end.
1: Before we can all that, I, I want to explain something else, and you can tell me if I'm explaining it wrong, but to try and visualize how they're adding 10 here, 10 here, whatever the number is, right? I, I like examples from... What? What, what are we doing? What so happened to man? Games with the <laughs> Um, Can you hear me? Can you still hear me? Yes, gotcha. Okay, so I like to take examples from pop culture. If anyone has watched Breaking Bad, there's a part in Breaking Bad where Walter White and Skylar White, they buy a car wash to launder the money. In order to launder their money, they need to create receipts that aren't real. So they have real customers, but they change the amounts that the customers are paying because then they're just using that to give their drug money legitimacy. So there's a scene where Skylar White is basically going through the receipts, punching them into the cash register and giving someone an, an extra waxing on their car, right? Or selling a couple of air fresheners, right? To create sales that didn't actually happen to bump up the total numbers. If you were to do this, I mean, I'm, I'm, I believe that this probably happened electronically because... You wouldn't be able just to have a couple people inventing ballots there, though we did see what what Ruby Freeman did. Um, You you think about this kind of like money laundering where you have bad ballots and you need to get those ballots laundered to become good ballots. If you did it all at once, you get caught, even though they did it in, (laughs) in Georgia where they they process them all at once, right? But it, it, all around the country, if you process all the ballots at once, just like if you were to launder all of your money at once, you get caught because you wouldn't have an excuse for it. You wouldn't have a paper trail, you wouldn't have a plausible story. So, this step system or a 10 here, 10 here, whatever the number is, that's the same way you'd launder money. And I don't know that as a money
0: launderer, I know
1: that as a Breaking Bad aficionado.
0: Yeah, listen, <laughs> listen, it's it's basic math. And Brian Taylor said, "When is this ever going to when is this ever going to do anything?" What's the point of this information if nothing is actually done about it? Okay, people, let me explain to you what's going to be done about it. Well, you want me to step in the gap by myself? Maybe I just run in the middle of the street and handle it for you. You want me to do that? You want me to do that? All right, fine. I'll do that. I'll stay in the street. They'll shoot me. And then you'll go back to doing what you're doing, not understanding that I'm actually telling you what to do. We create density. The greatest threat facing our nation is not the pandemic. It's not. It's the lack of freedoms that you hold. It's a lack of ability for you to control what happens in your community. That's the greatest threat. The greatest threat to our country is a lack of courage. It's a lack of a personal commitment to this country. It's, it's, it's the idea that you could walk away and say, oh, I did what I could. It didn't work out. Uh, let's just move on. It's the ability for you to have a voice. It's the ability for you to make a personal sacrifice that I'm making. Not to the same degree. And you're like, oh, Joe, you know, I, 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 I can't feed my family then. And I would tell you pretty soon, nobody's going to be able to feed their family. And if we all stand up at once, a lot of good things can happen. They are torturing people from January 6th and they have just crap bag attorneys like Al Watkins, who frankly is setting people up and putting people in jail and allowing them to get four years and five years and three years in jail for walking peacefully into the Capitol, which we own. We pay taxes on that. It doesn't belong to the federal government. It belongs to us. So you want to know what we can do with this with information? You take this information, you disseminate it. You actually do something with it. You, you have courage. I'm not going to be the only one standing up there. And some people say, Joe, you get really riled up. You're right, I do. I do. Because I want you to realize that all of the power, 100% of the power to end what's happening in our nation lies in you. It lies in us as the American yeah. people.
1: Yeah. Going to take a a real quick step away here. Remind everyone, if you haven't already, go to the Conservative Daily store. We have a new shirt up for Black Friday weekend. All I want for Christmas is a full forensic audit. Pick it up today. And as a bonus, people have been asking for promo codes. All orders over $125. You're going to get 10% off. That's going to cover your shipping. But you got to make sure you use promo code 10OFF, T-E-N-O-F-F. Gets you $10 off, an order of $125. That'll that'll cover your shipping and, and a little bit more. So head over to store.conservative-daily.com. That promo code disappears, just like Cinderella turns into a pumpkin at midnight tonight. I assume it's midnight Colorado time. So you got a couple hours left to put your orders in. If you haven't already, head over to store.conservative-daily.com and put in your order before that promo code expires.
0: All right, listen. He, he, here here's the basic reality behind how we fix this. I, I told you what happened. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you right now. We have massive amounts of of proof that massive not one not one of the lawsuits that came forward were dismissed because there was no evidence not one not one not one was dismissed for no evidence the Pennsylvania the that made, one
1: was dismissed for, for taking too long for latches they actually admitted that it had a good argument and it would have won on the merits but they said oh, you, you were a couple days late
0: guys listen it's not it's not a couple days late. They, are, they have stolen the voice of the American people and they offered you no ability, no ability to fix it. None. The case that came out of Texas that basically said that they could not sue other states on, on behalf of Texans. Is B.S. John Roberts is a traitor to our nation. I'm gonna say it, he's a traitor to our nation. Anyone that's not talking about the 2020 election in this country and that actually is sitting on the Republican side and they're telling us there's nothing to see there, they are traitors to this country, they are traitors. None of them should be reelected. And these systems, these voting systems in every state should be thrown in the streets, every single one of them. You have an immense amount of power. The American people have an immense amount of power. Immense, now use it, use that power. Stand together. Set aside petty differences. Concentrate and focus on the thing that's most important right now, and that is fixing what happened in November 2020. You know, listen to me. And you'd say, well, how do I do that? Well, you become an ambassador. You sign up. Listen, I know it's $60 a year. I know. I know. I tell you to go to FEC United become a member. I tell you that. Go to the FEC United, tell all your friends to be a member. Buy all your friends' memberships so that they actually know that they can, in every state, stand up together. And if we do it really, really fast, it'll be really fun. And then we combine that with what they have at TAP, the America Project. We combine that with what's happening in Fight Back. We combine that with what's happening in other areas. And we put all that together and we say, guys, we're now ready. It shouldn't take President Trump standing up all the time and saying, what do we do now, boss? What do we do now, Mr. President? It shouldn't take that. You know, he was able to organize millions of Americans to come to Washington, D.C. to stand up for election integrity, knowing that the election was stolen. And then when we were done, we all went home. And, w- and when, when Antifa gets in the streets and they start kicking people's, throwing cans and everything else, we're like, oh, he's thro- they're throwing cans. And there's one or two people that stand up against them. And then the police say, I'm just doing my job, as they arrest us. And not one other person sits there and says, you know, you're not arresting anyone. You're not taking one of us. You're not taking take one of them. They showed up with soup cans and want to throw stuff at us. Take one of them. They're the terrorists who burned down buildings. What? Can I, can I read you a quote and you can guess who said it? Yeah.
1: This is this is how elected autocrats subvert subvert democracy, packing and weaponizing the courts and other neutral agencies, buying off the media and the private sector. Hello, Tax Cuts 2017, and rewriting the rules of politics to tilt the playing field against opponents. The tragic paradox paradox of the electoral route to authoritarianism is that democracy's assassins use the very institutions of democracy gradually, subtly, and even legally to kill it. Do you remember who said that? No. If you put up my screen, Miss Producer. That is an Eric Coomer post. Wow. Yeah. 2018. Wow.
0: That's scary. Weaponizing stuff right the very no.
1: the very institutions of democracy to kill it. Now he put that in quotes, so I guess someone else said it, but he he
0: reposted it. And he's he's delusional, because somewhere along the line, he is the exact thing he say he's fighting against. He he becomes a parrot. He becomes a parrot for for the evil left. And here's a guy, by the way, that has an occult, satanic, artist picture on his arm. Francis Bacon, right? Francis Bacon, yeah. The screaming Pope. You know, I don't. I don't. Uh, we need to go through some more information, right? We're going to go over today, guys. So you're going to have to stay with us for a little bit longer because we're going to talk about a lot more stuff. And then I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to push you and question you and tell you that, listen, you got to make a decision. Do you share it? Do you not share it? Oh, man, everyone says we need to stop talking about the election in 2020. Okay, stop talking about it. Stop talking about it and just give in to the communists. Just do that. Just do that. Yeah. Just, you know what? Just give in to the vaccine mandate and passport, too. Just do that. Show the rest of the world that we're just a bunch of cowards and we don't want to stand up for the rule of law or for freedom and that we don't care about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness anymore. We just want to have our video games and a hot sandwich. How about that? Let's just do that. And they're okay with inflation and let Antifa and and all these terrorists just run all over us. You know, I'm 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 hugely disappointed in Lauren Bober right now. I'm going to I'm going to call her out on this and someone will end up sending it to her. I'm going to call her out on this. We we should try and get her
1: on because this thing's blowing up in her face. She apologized, but then she didn't apologize on the call. So Ilhan Omar hung up on her. And so she apologized. But now the left still wants her head. That's why you never apologize. Why would you apologize? Do what Trump does. Never apologize.
0: Why, why would you apologize? Why would, why would you apologize for calling Ilhan Omar a terrorist? And, and, and dude, she, she said, ah, she didn't have a backpack, so she, she was all right. Basically insinuating that she would have a, a bomb in her, in her deal. It had nothing or to do with her that- being Muslim. It had everything to do with her being a yeah. terrorist. And she is a terrorist, yeah. and she's terrorizing our country, and she, she subverted the voting system by basically manipulating and bullying the Somali community up in, in Minneapolis. She did that. She did that. And so we're, we're talking about massive, a massive, massive problem that we have in our nation with terrorists getting into Congress. She's a terrorist. Ilhan Omar is a terrorist. I'll say it right now. Ilhan Omar is a terrorist. I don't care if you're Muslim, uh, Jewish, Christian. You're a terrorist. And what Lauren Boebert should have done is she should have doubled down and said, has nothing to do, that's absurd, has nothing to do with her being Muslim, has to do with the fact that she's a terrorist. Let's call her what she is. She terrorizes Americans.
1: If you or I walked through security with a backpack and just kept walking, they'd they'd jump on us too. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: And then, and then Ilhan Omar Never said it apologize. didn't happen. You know, the, the, the whole thing for me, the whole thing for me is why, why would you apologize to someone who is an enemy of this nation? She is an enemy of this nation. And they're trying to purge Congress of all the people that have some voice at some point. They pulled all the, thing, all the committee stuff for, uh, for Marjorie Taylor Greene, who, by the way, stands up when it's convenient for her. Too busy actually lifting weights. And you, you would say, Joe, you're taking shots at everyone. You're dead, yes, because what should be important is not, hey, let's just rile people up, let's do the dog whistle of the moment. Oh, the election fraud, twenty twenty. <whistles> no, what we should be doing is standing up for and staying focused and disciplined on getting accountability, and it should never leave our mind. Never leave our mind. I, you know, in one of the companies that that I owned. I walked in and I go, listen, it's all about process. It's all about discipline. It's all about focus. It's all about making sure that you do the right thing every single time. And that's not what I see happen with with people that that are supposed to. And by the way, I've sent text messages to Lauren. She hasn't responded to me. I'm persona non grata, I think. She stepped out of an event, largely probably because of me. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed there's a lack of courage. And courage only when you think it's convenient. As if you have handlers. And Lauren, I love you. I think you're amazing, until you get to the point where you, you stop standing up for the values that got you elected, and you start thinking like, like Corey Gardner, the squishy guy who thinks that Colorado's purple. Colorado is not purple. it is bright red. Yet with these voting systems, you'd never know it. Three ballots, seven ballots, inject a thousand on each side, you're at 50/50. Now you can inject another 1,000 over here. And in places like Colorado and California, you can inject millions of ballots. It doesn't make a difference. The, the work that, yeah. that other people are doing on this is proving it out. You have Seth Keschel. You have Ed Solomon. You have Jeff O'Donnell. You have Colonel Waldron. You have Sharona Bishop and the canvassing is, is stuff that's been done. She's canvassed all of the Western Slope. And you know what she's finding? Fraudulent ballots. She's finding all the information, and that's why the FBI came in and weaponized themselves against Tina Peters and Sharona Bishop. And we act like we're surprised. We're in McCarthyism all over again. This is like a civil, this is like during this the, the Civil Rights Act. Let me just tell you something. The civil rights deal is rehappening now, and now the criminals, the organized crime, is inside of our government. And it's so big and so bloated. That nobody is accountable to anyone else. And that Biden can come out and say, hey, push that mandate. Oh, the court says it's unconstitutional? I don't care. Push it anyway. And companies are actually doing it. Even though the court of law states that it's unconstitutional to have vaccine passports and to actually force people to take a vaccine. And they're lying to the American people and you've put up with it. And yeah, I'm I'm hoping that I'm just blowing a, a blood vessel or something with you. I hope you're pissed off. I hope you actually grow the courage to actually share the message. The election was stolen in 2020. We will never, ever have peace in this country until we fix the 2020 election. And we know it was stolen. And we know these pieces of trash, like in Colorado, Matt Crane, you're a piece of trash. I'll call you what you are. Jenna Griswold, you're a piece of trash. You're all trash. You're all evil trash. Governor Polish, you're trash unaffected, paid an 8% effective tax rate, while Americans pay on the average of 38%. You paid 8% because you're above it. You don't have to wear masks. You don't have to get a vaccine. You don't have to do anything. Why would you? Hey, just give me a little saline. Just put it in my arm and say it's a little saline. Rules are for thee and not for me. You are a slave, people. I'm trying to push yeah. you to the place where you understand that you are a slave.
1: Well, this seems like a good time. We're going to be going over today. So this seems like a good time to mark the end of the first hour of the audio edition. Stay here. We're not going anywhere if you're watching on video. This is the end of the first audio. If you want to keep listening, you should keep listening because we're going to be diving deeper into the rest of this. Make sure you go to the second hour of audio, part two, which will be starting right